Hi, welcome to On the Bright Side. Life on the Bright Side? Light on the Bright Side. Life? On the Bright Side. Yes! Yes. With? With? Kyle? Kyle and Mommy. Thank you. Hello, Brightsiders. It is Wednesday, July 28th, 2021. As I speak to you this evening, I am waiting for the sunset down at the bay near where I live. So I rode my bicycle down here. It has been an amazing, transformative summer for me. And I say that because I'm going to tell you a story about turtles, of all things. And I'm standing here down by the bay, so it was inspiring for me to be able to bring up this conversation. This will be part one of the conversation, and I will add more as I think of it. Turtles, turtles, everywhere. My journey with the turtles, basically, the awareness of the turtle experience began at the beginning of this spring season because living by the shore on the bay side the turtles come out of the water to lay their eggs so that baby turtles can be born and because of the pandemic a lot of people were not out and about last year so they roamed free had much more capability to cross the roads without too much peril there are some places that are near us here where people have come up to the roadsides and put up barricades so that the turtles could not pass on the roads. Unfortunately, this year, I have seen more turtle fatalities crossing the road than ever. And for some reason, it has really struck me hard. We've seen a lot of birds this year of all different kinds, and I love to look at nature as signs to us to take action, to relax, to surrender, to allow change in our world. And now more than ever, I think we are seeing that as individuals. For my life, the birds have been singing to me. Uh, the other day, a song reminded me of this. I was with a friend and someone was playing the song by the Beatles, Blackbird Singing in the Dead of Night. We had a blackbird singing outside our window every single night, every single day for a couple of months. And I started thinking, what is it trying to tell us? Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to arrive. And as I sing this, a beautiful heron just flew overhead and now a seagull. It's really amazing. Nature listens to us. There goes another bird. I'm not sure if that's a blackbird, but they're all flying around the sunset as I stand here. The reason I bring up the birds is because I think of them as symbols, harbingers of something to come and sometimes to foretell things that have happened in the past, maybe messengers from the past, loved ones, signs. So the black, red-winged blackbird was kind of confusing to us, but when I saw one up close flying overhead, I was just dazzled by the beauty and the redness of the wings on the blackbird's wings. 
So I don't understand the song 24 hours a day, but maybe it just needed to be heard. Maybe it desperately needed us to hear it. The turtles were a little bit different. I was upset about the turtles not being able to make it to the end of their journey. Sometimes maybe dropping off the eggs and successfully doing that, but then not making it. So there'll be a whole generation that's not available. What I can say is that I want to tell you a little bit more about the turtles. As I walk down the beach, it's a lot of beach glass that I'm walking along and trotting on, which is kind of jagged and dangerous. So I'm going to stop for now and tell you a little bit more in a minute. Thanks. Okay, I'm back for part two. I wanted to get a good panoramic view of the sunset tonight. There are aspects of the wildfires going on in the area and you can see it in the sunset. It makes it a vibrant red ball. It's kind of sad to see that the beautiful colors come from something that is so destructive. At any rate, I'm walking along and looking at some of this beach sea glass. And there's a gentleman out here who has a makeshift, uh, what do they call it when they hike, a hiking stick and a backpack. He's walking along back here, checking out the area. I think he's kind of a caretaker of the area. There's beautiful, beautiful wilderness here, which is a rarity by the shore. It's very quiet back here and we like it this way. There's a lot of red foxes in the back in the woods and rabbits and lots of birds and things like that. So I seem to be surrounded by beautiful aspects of nature today in so many different forms. One of the things that I wanted to talk about with the turtles, <laughs> we're back to the turtles again, because we are at their root of a point of entry, seriously, for the earth because they come out of the sea and they leave their eggs so that they can leave their opportunity to multiply on this earth on the surface the gentleman with the backpack and the hiking stick wanted to talk to me about the phenomenal sunset which was very sweet I love it when People who enjoy things that you enjoy can seek you out and share that moment with you, period. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm talking to, I, I feel like, uh, I think technology has invaded our world so much that I am actually speaking into the phone as if I am recording a speech-to-text message. Anyway, let's learn how to talk to humans again. <laughs> so amusing. Today, I had a wonderful opportunity to listen to some conversations from friends from Made to Do This. Uh, Amy Fowler was doing a conversation about her intuitive healing uh, training that she is doing in different locations, and I wanted to make sure that everybody knew about that. Uh, wonderful programs that she has available. I'm taking a sip of my iced tea. And also, Mo Jones has been doing some beautiful things with Breathe, Speak, and Glow, helping women to find their voice in speaking to the community. 
And I think that's what the turtles are all about for me right now. Here we go with the turtles again, right? What I wanted to talk to you about is that I was talking to Karen McCleskey about this online. And a lot of my friends now days are online and I have met them through different programs that I've been doing and what I learned is that Karen does dream interpretation she does such a wonderful time or a wonderful job of interpreting dreams and I have been having dreams about turtles lately and at first I did think it was about the turtles that I am seeing on the side of the road and why was I so horrified by seeing all of these unfortunate accidents on the side of the road with these creatures and I was praying for them and I was hoping that they would be safe and I was doing all of these things. What I discovered with Karen is I kept having dreams about turtles and I said to her I don't know what this is all about and she told me that there are a few different interpretations of turtles. One is that you are impatient with progress that you want things to move along more quickly which is very true because I have a lot of future goals. And after having turned 60, I seem to think that I need to get everything done right away and learn everything in an instant. It's not happening. But allowing and surrendering to that has been really gratifying. And just allowing, here I am down here watching the sunset and talking to the beautiful Life on the Bright Side audience. The whole point of Life on the Bright Side is finding out what lights you up, Well, sometimes it's a sunrise, sometimes it's a sunset, sometimes it's an encounter with a person or an animal. Right now, as I am standing down here, I have my beautiful little bicycle with the basket, and there are so many people down here, and they're probably wondering what the strange lady is doing talking into her phone. Well, they can get over it, because I'm going to tell you about my turtles. What I did learn about the turtles was something that I thought was really just awe-inspiring for me. I learned that the turtles are also a symbol of coming out of your shell or having been in your shell and wanting that transformation. And I started thinking about it. And after I talked to Karen about it, I thought maybe I need to do some breathing and meditation and figure this out, think it through more thoroughly. And I thought about if I were coaching someone, what questions I would ask. And the first thing I thought about is, what do turtles mean to you? And the one thing that came up for me is not about a turtle being in a shell. It was a memory from when I was about four or five years old that I came up with. And I remembered a story, and I recently, in the past five years, had told my parents about it and my brother and sister. And they looked at me in disbelief because they did not remember this conversation or this occurrence. And I told my sister about it today and she just smiled at me and said, I don't remember this. And I said, what do you remember about turtles? And she said, I remember going down to the bay and looking at the turtles in the water. And I thought, isn't it interesting? I do not have that memory at all. My sister and I were with each other together, but that's not the memory that stuck in my brain. The memory that stuck in my brain was my father was outside the house by the fireplace chimney. And there was a place where I guess you sweep out the, um, the ashes from the fireplace. And my father, I can remember this because I was probably four or five. My father opened it up 
And he said, look, here's a turtle. And I don't know whether this turtle had found its way in there, because my memory is a little foggy on this part, or if my father put it in there for safekeeping and wanted to show it to me, I am not sure. But at any rate, it was a large turtle, really large. I would say definitely a turtle laying eggs, so it was a mother turtle. Uh, I'm gonna say maybe, because I was a little girl, could have been nine or 10 inches long, and I was very impressed with this turtle. Wow, I never saw a turtle before. So my father showed it to me and then we both went on our way. My father was probably doing, my dad was an electrician and he was probably in the garage getting some things ready. In the meantime, my mother's white station wagon was in the driveway, which was right next to the sidewalk near the fireplace chimney. And I remember watching my mother drive back up out of the driveway. And when I looked up again, the turtle was at the base of the driveway and had been hit. My mother never saw the turtle. Now my sister said to me, mom must have been devastated. And I said, but I do not have that memory at all. And if my mother and father did not remember this situation even taking place, did it even happen? Well, for me, it, I have a very, very specific memory of it. And if you know me, and if you know any of my friends, I remember so much from my childhood. I have an excellent recollection of situations and conversations. Maybe not verbatim, but I'm very visual. So seeing this, I was devastated because I remember the turtle's reaction. And I, for some reason, I remember blood on the turtle. I don't know if turtles even have red blood, but I remember the turtle moving very, very slowly and sitting in the base of our driveway as my mother pulled out and being heartbroken that the turtle got hurt. So I started thinking, why am I thinking about the turtle and crying in my meditation? And it hit me, literally hit me. I am the turtle. I am the one who has been run over by life, whose father opened the door and left. My father did leave. My mother dealt with the loss of my father, leaving our family. My mother became an alcoholic. My mother had some unsuccessful relationships, but we dealt with the baggage of all of this. We kept the secrets for my mother. We did not tell. And the only way that I could survive was to put on a shell to block all emotions from my life not feeling things, not saying things, not telling my truth, not speaking up. I was always known in my family as the one who talked more than anyone because my brother and sister, if you have ever met them, they do not speak. <laughs> they say maybe two sentences if you are lucky in one conversation. So what ultimately ended up happening was I could have a lovely conversation about something that wasn't important, but I could not carry on a conversation about what was really going on emotionally in my heart, about just about anything. So what ultimately ended up happening was that, and there's some people walking by me, so I'll hold on one second here. What ultimately ended up happening is that I closed my heart to the feelings that I was going through as a child. My parents did ultimately get a divorce when I was 22 years old. 
but they broke up when I was 14, 15 years old. It was a long process of getting together, breaking up, getting together, breaking up. Heart-wrenching for a family and to the point where when I was 16, we just thought to ourselves, for God's sake, mom, can you please just, let's just get this over with. We're done, we're done. Which is heartbreaking. But again, my armor, I put on my armor. I was a turtle, I kept to myself. I did not get involved in serious teenage relationships. I had friends here and there, but no close relationships for a long time. I was afraid to love. I was afraid to care about somebody so much like my mom and my dad that it would hurt. So I didn't. This revelation of the turtle experience is really groundbreaking for me because what I realized is the turtle got hurt, got hurt, but did not die. The turtle got up and walked away. And that's the part that I had forgotten all of these years. That turtle probably released its eggs into the world. And maybe future generations came from the result of this poor turtle getting her way down to the bay, down the end of my street. And here I am, 55 years later, down at the bay, looking at the most beautiful sunset, watching the birds, listening to the birds, smelling the aroma of the bay, (laughs) hearing the boats going by, the people whispering to each other, what is that strange lady talking about into her phone? And I'm realizing that there's something about this turtle situation. I have turtles decorations on my sheets on my bed. I woke up the other night out of a dead sleep because I dreamt that turtles were crawling on me. They were trying to get my attention and tell me this message from my subconscious was valid, was real. So my daughter and I, we went shopping and I said, I need to go to the store. So a little while ago, we drove to this department store to get her, and there goes my bicycle, sorry about that, um, to go pick out something for her to wear for work or what have you. And what ended up happening was really funny. I thought, oh, I'm gonna find a sign somewhere in this store. I'm gonna find, you know, something with turtles on it. Well, she found the cutest little um, paperweight that was turtles but there were none left. So I said, that's not my sign because there aren't any. So she, believe me, she's 22 years old. She indulges me with all of this stuff. So we laughed a little bit and drove home. And as we're driving home, I am not kidding. You ask for a sign, God sends you a sign. Your angels send you a sign. The guides send you a sign. It was the funniest thing ever. We're driving down the road and I started shrieking and pointing. And she just looked at me. She said, what's wrong? I thought there was an animal hit. I said, no, look at that billboard. It was a billboard, huge billboard with a turtle on it. And it said something along the lines of, save us together or safe together, something like that. I have to go back and look at it again. But there was my sign as big as day. It was amazing. 
There goes my bicycle again. That must be a sign. It means get on your bicycle and drive somewhere. I don't know. But anyway, all I can say is, if your sign is in front of you, read it. Listen to it. And if your bicycle keeps falling over, pick it up and start on your path because it's there. This is probably the strangest podcast that I'm ever going to do, but it is coming from my heart for all of you. And I promise to come out of my shell. I've been doing it slowly with Life on the Bright Side. I've been doing it with all of the work that I've been doing with meditation and breathing and dream interpretation and journal writing, automatic writing. I believe very strongly that my intuitive gifts are going to become stronger as a result of this. And I think that my pivot with my choice of focus in what I'm going to do with my training, with my life, with my career, whatever it's going to be, wherever God is sending me, I think that I'm going to be using this to help special needs parents and caregivers to find their own intuitive gifts to help them guide their loved ones down the path where they should be. We all have it within us. We all have these intuitive gifts, these signs, these simple messages. So if we can guide each other, let's do it together. Let's help each other over the roadblocks, um, down the bumpy roads. Because if life is full of bumpy roads, We've got to prepare our bicycles. We've got to get bigger tires. We've got to get thicker shells. We've got to wear knee pads, whatever it is. But ultimately, coming out of our shells involves a lot of risk. It involves preparation and being vulnerable enough to get hurt again and again and again. And I think that wearing a different type of armor uh, is, is really where I need to be. Surrounding myself in the light from heaven, the blue light, the Glinda's bubble, if you will. Surrounding myself and protecting myself with that kind of protection one that we can see through. We see the world and we're walking through it with that bubble. Surround ground, grounding myself to the earth and knowing that I'm here. And look at me here in nature, I'm doing that. And shielding, shielding myself from potential hurt or harm with my own type of armor. It doesn't have to be that turtle shell. It can be a shield that is my angels protecting me, my guides protecting me and letting me know intuitively, yes, this is the direction that you want to go in. No, let's not go this way. Don't turn around. They're the ones that told me to go down that road today and see my billboard with my giant turtle. I've never been somebody who talked about turtles in my life, but I think I've said it it about 27 times tonight. Ultimately, we all have to go down the path, no matter how bumpy the road is. Don't look at the other people next to you and say, why did they get a smooth road and I got the bumpy road? And I'm laughing because the road I'm in front of, it was a 
holy, holy, holy. And I don't mean, I mean with holes. I don't mean uh, sacred. It's a holy road so bad that they took the old asphalt that was already ground up and threw it down with a dump truck to fill in the holes. And that's what kind of road I'm dealing with right now. Um, some of us have these bumpy roads. Literally, this bumpy road is my life. Having a special needs child, having a child with learning challenges, having mental health challenges. But you know what? My bicycle has big tires and I'm ready. And sometimes I like the bumpiness so that I have some variety. If I had a smooth, fresh, clean, new road all of the time, oh, how boring life would be. So I'm gonna take my turtle signs and as Joanna Shipley would say, I am gonna take my turtle steps into the world and be thankful for the fact that I can take steps in the first place. That gratitude is going to get me a long way. I know it is. I am feeling my turtle transformation <laughs> as we speak. And I love you for listening. Thank you so much. The last group uh, when we did the stonkingly hot broadcast with my son was obviously very popular. And we appreciate you listening. I hope and look forward to speaking with you again. And I hope that you can send me messages about your signs, about your messages, because they are there. If you need some help with it, I would love to talk to you about this. As I develop what I'm going to be doing with what lights you up and life on the bright side, I, I would love to hear your input on some of these things because we can inject more joy into our lives every day by being angels for each other, which reminds me, I'm putting it out there again. I'm going to do a workshop on accessing your angels on the Bright Side series, which is, I have to hold myself accountable to do that because otherwise I won't do it. I have grandiose dreams for all of these things that I want to do, but first and foremost, I want to be authentically me and share what I love with you because I know that there are other people out there now who appreciate the fact that this is who I am and I'm not going to apologize for who I am anymore. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here. I'm listening to see, I hear foxes out there in the distance. They're getting me a little freaked out. But I wanted to say, I love you all. Look for your own signs and keep looking on the bright side. Take care, everybody. <laughs>